In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Welcome back to a brand new spin-off of Shit Show that we are calling Game of Rones. My name is Rig and I'm sitting here with Gus. Gus, how are you and how excited are you to be back in LaBooth? Oh, mate. It's Shire fan- LaBooth. <laughs> it is fantastic. And just like the absolutely full-blown, manic, insane individual that Shire LaBooth is... Our new settings are dystopian and fucked. <laughs> we are basically <laughs> basically sitting inside the set of Resident Evil. <laughs> one, one of the later films. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly not the clean uh, early raccoon city where things are still in place. Yeah. This is a snarling dog <laughs> that has dragged a carcass <laughs> into the street as a warning to all of the other rabid zombie dogs. <laughs> It does look like we are in a one of those um, sort of buildings that they erect purely to keep businesses going <laughs> when when society collapses. Hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, for people who are wondering exactly what this dead set Soviet shithole <laughs> we're recording from is, it is the building formerly known as WeWork, <laughs> a, a company that could not be going worse. <laughs> Well, you must be psyched to be doing business with them. <laughs> I'm one of the only remaining tenants. It's literally the orchestra that plays as the Titanic sinks. <laughs> You're the dude who hits the propeller. <laughs> Just absolutely caned on the way down. Still paying rent. Oh, but, mate, it, we are in the middle of a government-mandated lockdown. What has been oh, thanks going... Thanks for telling me. What, I didn't what, realise. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. What's going on with you? <laughs> so much, I assume. Uh, well, you know, uh, it's and it's important for. I know um, certain things. It's important for us to um, to reveal uh, something very exciting that um, yes. that we've both been privy to uh, for quite some time, and uh, so has Crackle. Uh, as her body has changed across the months. The, <laughs> what a bizarre lead-in. <laughs> I feel like this is something that doesn't require over-embellishment. Look, I'm not saying that my wife has spent the last eight months just eating. <laughs> what I'm saying is that she has been <laughs> eating for two because we are expecting a son. My son! Yes! <laughs> yes, I love that! <laughs> Oh, and I have already called him Jep. And I have already said no fucking chance, (laughs) mostly because Crackle is handling uh, pregnancy like an absolute boss for 99% of the time. The other 1%, she is a fucking assassin. (laughs) I finished the orange juice the other day and basically looked to my right and all I could see was her fashioning a weapon out of a pencil. (laughs) So, yeah, we... Tears and anger out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, completely. But no, we are we're expecting a uh, a son in the middle of June. So that's awesome. Our, uh, our family of two plus rig will become three plus rig. <laughs> <laughs> and Crackle is really over the choice of words I'm using whenever I ask her about it. I say, "How's our Jep going?" <laughs> and she's just like, "He is not your child, rig." <laughs> I said, no, he's our child. God, it's it's amazing. You realise that most other people would be dead. That just demonstrates how affectionate she is <laughs> towards you as a person, that you have not been buried. Carol Baskin style. <laughs> <laughs> Crackle did it. <laughs> She's going to feed you to tigers. Oh, I can't wait for the uh, music video where you're not actually singing with a mullet. <laughs> I honestly will have a mullet by the end of this because uh, as part of the things, you know, obviously going to a a barber, you can do it, uh, but 
It's ill-advised. It's ill-advised. I mean, they're, they're doing it, but I just don't understand how they're like 1.5 metres away, but it's like, how are they supposed to cut your hair, right? It's just, I don't know. It's <laughs> Novelty a, scissors. <laughs> like a circus. They're move, just the giant move, prop scissors. You know how they like move your head to get a better angle with the uh, with the shears or whatever? It's like yeah. they're just prodding you with a broomstick. <laughs> the just, shears. Just to, where are you getting your hair On cut? a farm. On a farm. Sheep. That's great. Just moving your head with a broomstick just to the side. Just one of those uh, those showbag claspers from the Easter show. <laughs> the sk- <laughs> pull, the, pull the trigger. The jaws just come onto your head. <laughs> and it's got one of those novelty shark heads on the end. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, I mean, Crackle is pregnant, which is great. Things are going great for me. I uh, spent... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> because I've known you for a long time. Things are, things are going great for me in isolation. Uh, last night, I could not help. Uh, it, it's a thing that I don't usually do outside of isolation, but I've been trying this thing called watching TV. And uh, there was a show that came on that's been a very long-running show called Neighbours, Australian soap opera. God, you are bored. And yeah, Oh, yeah. You big, are rock bottom, my friend. Big time. And... Uh, for our Australian listeners, there is a long-time fringe character on that show uh, called Toadie. Toadfish. <laughs> Rebecca. Yeah, yes, Rebecca. I remember from my childhood. That's how long he's been That's on the how show. Long he's been, and th- I am th- old as fuck, and he has been on the show the whole time. I saw him pop up on TV, and I was like, what is this bloke's long service accrual? <laughs> like, what the actual shit? So I go digging, right? I go on his Wikipedia page. He has got the dead set worst photo of any Wikipedia entry I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> he looks like a stunned mullet. Like, he looks like there's something, like, every day's a bonus. Like, it looks really bad. And then it's just like, he's run on the show. He's been on the show, Gus, since 1995. Oh, that's... Just take acting... That's gold watch stuff. Taking acting out of the equation. Which he did. Which he did a long time <laughs> ago. Uh, how the hell... Can you go to the same job for 25 years, wake up every morning and do the same thing? I could not imagine. I'd like to take this opportunity to shout out to our listeners. Write in and tell us someone that you know that has been in the same job for 25 years and your guesstimate at their life enjoyment levels. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just love to know. Two and a half decades doing exactly the same thing. Regardless, he's a slog. That is some 1930s type shit. That is like... Oh, yeah, that's the... Your great-grandfather getting a job 50 years in the same gig, gold watch at the end. Exactly. Like, that's how old and how rare you will find a 25-year stint at a job. Amazing. And so this guy, he's been doing it for 25 years, and then I look up on his Wikipedia, uh, Wikipedia page, and it says, like, other spin-off appearances that he's... There is something that they've created called Neighbours versus Zombies. What? And Neighbours versus Time Travel. <laughs> I am not even kidding. Yeah. I could not believe that these were actual things that really exist. And they do exist, and you can find them on the internet. I haven't watched them <laughs> because, I'm sorry, I just don't have time. I don't care how much mandatory lockdown time I have. I just do not have time. Oh. Neighbours versus time travel. What, where they go back to where people were actually watching the show in the late 90s? So here's the synopsis. It centres on Paul Robinson who travels back in time to 1985, the year in which Neighbours began. This is where it gets so stupid. Paul accidentally (laughs) changes... It's already pretty stupid. Paul accidentally changes years' worth of history by offering business tips to his younger self, leading to, quote, extraordinary results... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. What? Is, is this an endorsed uh, spin-off? Yeah, it is. But my big thing is this. It's just like, how lame do you need to be where you go back in time to give yourself business tips? Buy a fucking Powerball ticket. Yeah, Sports Almanac. Have <laughs> you never seen Back to the Future? Why would you not biff it? Oh, you have to. If it, And that's that's it. Everybody with half a brain agrees. If you have the opportunity to go back in time once... No, you don't kill Hitler. That's no, insane. No. Why, do, why would people want to go and do that? Because that, that's got all of the other butterfly effects. Yeah. You just control your own life. You go back with a sports almanac or the lotto numbers. You nail it once. Yeah. You get the fuck out of Dodge. Super rich. Control your own life. Exactly. You have to biff it 
you have to biff it. And I have said this to you many times after 10 beers or more, Rig is only in it for one person, and that's Rig. <laughs> if there's one thing that the listeners are acutely aware of, <laughs> is that Rig is all about Rig. So, uh, should we jump into the train wrecks? Absolutely. But we can't do that without playing the sting. Alrighty, episode one, and we almost missed the sting already. <laughs> it's exactly the same <laughs> disorganised clusterfuck that you've come to know and love. Hashtag Mayday. <laughs> so I'm going to lead it off. So, first uh, cab off the rank. We're going to Florida because it's yes. been way too long. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I don't know. You would have seen what I put up on the Instagram yesterday. Yes. The emojis that I chose. Incredible. Lizard emoji. <laughs> Palm tree emoji, hashtag tree biscuit. biscuit. There's never been a, a time in history where the people have required a delicious reptilian snack I like know. they do right now. <laughs> when all the pasta and beans run out. Um, <laughs> free treats straight out of the trees. I just had this mental image of what hoarding looks like in Florida. <laughs> It's bare trees. It's just blokes <laughs> driving around with a sedan filled with iguanas <laughs> nibbling on their fucking ears as they wake up from a slumber. <sighs> and it's just like the goods here where they all have maximum limits. 37 <laughs> iguanas in the Tirana. <laughs> That's our next spin-off. Iguana Tirana. <laughs> Eat your heart out, neighbours time travel, you fucks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the headline is, Flagler County woman placed 400 pamphlets, porn-filled Easter eggs in strangers' mailboxes. What? Okay. That's what she looks like. Ah, uh, that tracks. Yep, absolutely. Basically a uh, crazy cat lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she does look like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons. <laughs> Straight up. Okay, Flagler County deputies arrested a woman they say placed Easter eggs with explicit images in strangers' mailboxes. Deputies were alerted to the behaviour of 42-year-old Abril Sestoni Wednesday evening. Abril? Abril Sestoni uh, Wednesday after they received multiple calls that she was allegedly placing the eggs in mailboxes. She later admitted to placing the images in the mailbox and said she was educating people. Now, listen to what she actually put inside them. These are chocolate eggs that she has opened up, then resealed. So it's those cheap eggs that like have like the line, you know that line yes. the, where they put two the halves s- the of the same, egg together. The, the same, same line. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they must be massive once you hear what she's got in them. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs were found to have a cracker in the shape of a fish, one sheet of toilet paper, a powdered drink mix, and a crumpled up piece of paper containing hardcore pornographic <laughs> images. <laughs> Wow, that is a great time. (laughs) Right? Covers a lot of bases. (laughs) Think about it, though, and go, in Florida, that's actually just normal Easter. (laughs) (laughs) He's biting into a chocolate egg and (laughs) going, "Mm, not exactly the gooey centre that I was expecting, opening it up and finding a fish snack, a sheet of toilet paper... (laughs) powdered Gatorade and a crumpled up (laughs) picture of some chick's vag out of penthouse. (laughs) That's a good day in Florida. Yeah, that's far out. It's also just the the level of insanity that it takes to spend all of that time not only accruing the individual (laughs) items, but just making sure that all, because they were all the same. If you're going to be, if you're going to do something right, you're going to be crazy about it, but you're going to be quite uniform. You want to make sure that everybody gets a similar quality of pornographic image. Everybody gets a single fish snack. <laughs> everybody gets a single sheet of toilet paper. Can you imagine her production line in her house? There's just cats everywhere. <laughs> She's punching them in the face so they don't eat the fish snacks. She's looking at it and going, oh, I've got to make sure that everybody gets about, about the same quality of image. So she's looked at about 8,000 vagers. <laughs> <laughs> she's just making sure that every egg is sealed up for your pleasure. I'd like, has she gone into Walmart with that shopping list? Or is that just like, 
stuff that she found is her partner, that guy who was found with the snake and the <laughs> uranium. <laughs> what is in this warehouse? Also, is she the only person still on the planet buying porn? <laughs> Like, she, she's buying buying a hustler. Quick I didn't as- even know that they still printed it. Quick aside, one of my housemates was just like, guys, for the lockdown, they're making, a, you, I think it was YouPorn Premium uh, free. I think you know very well that it was Pornhub. Pornhub, right? I don't, I'm an ex-videos man, so I wouldn't <laughs> know about that. But, it, like, they're telling me, yeah, Pornhub Premium. Oh, it's free for... I'm like... What possible benefits could you give me as a free streaming porn platform? Yeah, completely. I just I just don't understand. It's like I use ninety seconds of your content per day. <laughs> I was about to say I don't need it, the, <laughs> I don't need any above and beyond support <laughs> from you. Thank you, Pornhub. <laughs> two, two I don't things. want a bumper sticker. <laughs> two things. I don't here. want to sign up to your newsletter. Two things. The first one is. General PSA, lads, ladies, if you are spending more than three minutes on a porn site, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You are wasting valuable minutes. (laughs) Secondly, considering that you can basically find two midgets shooting in a bucket for free, (laughs) what hardcore debauchery is behind the paywall? What could you possibly offer behind a porn paywall that is not already available for free? It was bizarre, man. Like, I, I don't understand. It has, if anyone has or took them up on the premium offer and uh, wants to get in touch with us, please let us know what is behind that paywall because I'm genuinely intrigued yes. as to what you could possibly get for <laughs> getting a premium membership to a porn website in 2020. Yep, absolutely. All right, what do you got? All right, mate. So here, here's my big one. So the English Premier League. Go on. I'm familiar with it. Is a Premier League in England. And oh they. <laughs> you have no idea what it is. <laughs> and they play soccer. And. <laughs> Please, for the love of fuck. Anyway, there's a very big club called Kelsey. And they. <laughs> oh, okay, so no, much. here's the thing, right? As a result of this lockdown, a lot of people's lives and jobs have been affected. People are taking salary cuts all over the place. I got a salary cut uh, through my work and I know a lot of people who have. Um, Other people have been a bit bit less fortunate. They've been stood down without pay and have to get all these government handouts, etc., etc. Oh, yeah, it's a clusterfuck. But it affects every industry, including the EPL. So, obviously, most sports leagues around the world have been cancelled. Yep. Uh, and the EPL is no exception. Chelsea, obviously one of the biggest clubs on earth, mm-hmm. uh, they are currently undergoing agreements with the EPL and with the cl- uh, and bet- between the club and the EPL for how much their players are going to cut oh, their no. salaries. And the Premier League are just like, look, we reckon a good round number is 30%. Yeah. Which I think is... Totally fair, right? Yep. That's a, that's in the hitting zone. It, it's it's been between about twenty and forty. Yeah, across the board. Exactly right. So I had twenty. So they're asking for thirty, right? Because why wouldn't you? These guys are literally millionaires. So they say, "All right, guys." The club says to the players, "Guys, we're thinking thirty percent. What do you reckon?" Oh, and no. the guy represent the guy representing the players goes, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the average salary for a Chelsea player is? I assume that it's about 20 grand a week. The average Chelsea player gets paid 5.97 million US dollars a year. Oh my god. Their weekly salary bro- broken grand a week broken down over I've given this a very liberal 40 weeks because there's like 38 weeks in the Premier League plus or minus like continental competitions and stuff like that. It's going to be like 45 weeks, let's just say. Yeah, it's astronomical. It's like between 150 and 155,000 US dollars a A week. week. And if there's one group of people who are getting no sympathy during a pandemic, it is an overpaid football club. It is ridiculous. You are making a manager's salary a week. <laughs> oh my, and Are you some. fucking kidding? <sighs> and so they're just like, all right, guys, 30%. The players go, how about 8%? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine what their rationale is? They're looking at it and going, 
I'm going to have to really cut down my exorbitant uh, cocaine and hookers fund. Yeah, it's probably right down. It's probably going to be a lot like uh, I don't know if you heard of ex NBA mid tier star Latrell Sprewell. Back in the early 2000s, he was playing for the New York Knicks and he said, I want to get $12 million a year and th- or something like that. And the Knicks were like, no way in hell. <laughs> and he was just like, no, I need a raise. I've got kids to feed. Oh, what are you feeding them? What, <laughs> what is that What is that food? <laughs> caviar <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> no, caviar wouldn't even come close. That's literally, they're being fed the hopes and dreams of a first world <laughs> nation. <laughs> Just ground up and fed to them on a silver spoon by an by an astronaut. Like one hundred percent gold leaf pancakes. <laughs> still not close. It's it's actually just ground up actual astro- gold, <laughs> actual gold spaceships. That's it. Gold bars for breakfast. Oh, fuck. I just couldn't believe. But that, that's seriously what they're going for. And then you contrast this to Aston Villa, another EPL club. Obviously, they just took twenty five percent cut straight off the. Straight off the top. Goodbye, the villa. Goodbye, goodbye, the villa. But I, uh, I mean, bel- it's still not really because they're still on exorbitant salaries. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like Chelsea are like, no, how about 8%? They're just like, well, that's a lot less than we thought. And they were just like, we'll do more charitable donations. And they're like, <laughs> what? good enough for us. Oh, no. That's, and so they're just like, cool. That's where it comes apart. They're just going to go in the community and send it to charitable causes. Oh God! I just I could not believe it. Right? That that that's, do you know what a cut looks like? By the way, a twenty uh, a thirty percent cut, it's something like still one hundred and five thousand dollars a year. No, uh, a, a week. week. Sorry, mental one hundred and five thousand a week. I, I wouldn't even know what to do with that sort of money. No, that's in fact, this, and most people don't like like old mate who won the lottery, king of the chads. Oh yeah. When you suddenly Michael come into Carroll. money, what the fuck do you even do with it? Destruction derby. <laughs> Straight up, that's a, that. That is the go-to uh, new money solution: is destruction derby, mansion, drug problem. Just get them all sorted in in like two weeks, and you uh, and you live like that for two years. Well, when I win Powerball, not if, when. Yeah, when you go back in time. When I go back in time, <laughs> and, I, and, time and I biff it. I am going to win Powerball and then we are going to create our own television station. Only put Gus and Rig content <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> the first cab off the rank, Gus and Rig versus time travel. <laughs> just, just give me an expose. Colon, an autobiography. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, so my second one, this is, uh, this is ISO related. Okay. So we're both acutely aware that one industry that is going to come out of this entire situation and, and part of history with the worst rep is definitely the cruise ship industry. <laughs> is, <laughs> if, if you are oh. an, <laughs> a director or a part owner of a cruise ship line, things are not good. Oh, no. This, this is the worst thing that has happened uh, since the decline in uh, old people loving buffets <laughs> of the <laughs> late 90s. Um, so, cruise ships are just basically being treated... Uh, with full-blown disdain by every country on the planet. So oh, you, yeah. So, so you've got basically these big floating infection Westfields <laughs> that are that are <laughs> <laughs> like the uninvited kid at a party just rocking up on people's doorsteps being like, Happy birthday! <laughs> I got you this mud. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and countries are going, that's a shit gift. You're a shit person. Get the fuck out. It's not even my birthday. Um, so there's a German cruise ship that has been uh, door knocking for the past couple of weeks, trying to figure out where they can dock so that they can uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can get some, uh, some medical supplies and also let people the fuck off. Because yeah. that's it. You've got this entire population on board of people who are like, yeah, it'd be sick if we could go home uh, and not be on this ship any longer. So maybe just let us off. That's cool. Just pull over, let us out. We'll all go our separate ways. And the, the cruise ship's like, we would fucking love to do that. Trust us. Yeah. There's nothing we'd like more than for all you fucks to not be here anymore because yeah. you're a problem for us. And they're but- also right in the danger zone. Oh. No, no Kenny Loggins. <laughs> just 100%. 
elderly. D- like, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> they're right at the, It's a big red square. <laughs> like, right right in the bullseye. Yeah, completely. This, yeah, this, this, is, this is dead set final. Yeah. <laughs> final for them. Um, so, German cruise ship uh, finally goes, fuck it. We've, uh, we've tried everywhere that we can, we can think of. We're going to go in uh, to a country that we reckon we can probably just knock off. Venezuela. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> the Deutsch do what they every, do best. Every, everyone looks the other way. <laughs> Absolutely. The Deutsch do what they do best. Flee and ro- to <laughs> South America. <laughs> rock up unannounced to a smaller nation and say, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so uh, they've, they've rocked up to Venezuela and uh, the Venezuelan Navy has gone not on our fucking watch. So they come out and despite the Germans, uh, the German captain radioing in, Radioing in and saying, uh, all we want to do is uh, get some supplies, refuel, uh, and let uh, some Venezuelan nationals off the boat. The Venezuelan Navy are like, sounds like a crock of shit. (laughs) 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 So the the Germans decide, uh, okay, they'll try again. Uh, Turns out that the radio operator in uh, Venezuela, English not great. So uh, a lot of this was being misinterpreted. Um, the Germans thought that they had a uh, they had permission to come in. The Venezuelans thought that they had been very clear with the Germans that they were to politely fuck off. Yeah, and so the Venezuelan Navy decide to launch a destroyer. Oh my god! Comes out to meet the meet the cruise ship. Cruise ship thinks this is awesome. We're getting an escort into the <laughs> harbour. <laughs> <laughs> the next <laughs> next next minute. Can I can I just say? If I had a cop walk up to me on the street, <laughs> in no way would I be thinking, "Oh, great!" <laughs> like I'd, I'd just, I'd just be like, I'd honestly just be on the back foot, being like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> it's the same thing as uh, as ending up with a cop just behind you while you're driving. Yeah, you know you're sober and you know you're registered and you know you aren't going to get pulled over, and you're, but still, you're still sweating bullets. <laughs> so anyway, destroyer comes up beside them. Uh, and uh, all of the, you know, on a cruise ship, all the passengers just out on the deck, waving. waving. <laughs> Again, another Titanic reference is the <laughs> handkerchiefs. <laughs> They're coming into port. We're back, baby. Uh, and all of a sudden, this Navy destroyer opens fire. What? <laughs> on the cruise ship. Sends a couple of warning shots across the bow, and the, cap- the German captain is like, uh, Aksung... <laughs> Holy fuck! (laughs) So uh, the radio operators uh, start engaging again. Germans still coming into port. And uh, here is is what happens. This occurred in international waters, uh, 13.3 nautical miles from the Venezuelan island. Um, A quick quick recap. Uh, The captain requested time to contact his company after (laughs) he was shot at by the Navy (laughs) patrol vessel. (laughs) Uh, this was denied by the Venezuelans. However, the uh, smaller smaller vessel, the patrol uh, uh, boat from the Navy, uh, then approached the starboard side at an angle of 135 degrees and deliberately rammed the cruise ship. (laughs) (laughs) It repeatedly rammed the larger vessel. Unfortunately, the Navy destroyer began to take on water and promptly sank. What?! (laughs) The forty-four strong crew of the Navy vessel had to get on the cruise ship. Requested immediate assistance from From the the cruise cruise ship. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Little help. (laughs) So, so (laughs) the cruise ship suffered only minor damage. As it has a reinforced hull for cruisers off the icy Antarctic. Yeah. <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting this fucker. <laughs> uh, or as the, we say in German, die Danish. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the cruise company said the ship remained on standby to help and only continued on its journey when orders were given. <laughs> Meanwhile, Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro described the incident as an act of terrorism and piracy. <laughs> So, piracy. 
It's amazing. Uh, and so the, the Germans continued into port. This is now an international problem. Yeah. The, German, the, the Venezuelans are refusing to let the cruise ship go, which the Germans are saying... No worries, please keep it. <laughs> so the Venezuelans <laughs> have played the worst hand in history. They're holding just aces and are somehow losing. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because they've instead of going, cool, so what we didn't want was the cruise ship to come in so you can fuck off, have turned this into, you can stay here, you're our hostages now, <laughs> and the German cruise ship <laughs> is just cheering all, <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> oh. oh, my good God. So that's the second one. That's great. All right, mate. So the fines. Oh, we we, we, we could not have a cast without talking about the fines. So the fines are crazy, right? So every, every every fine that has been issued in Australia for those of our international listeners, uh, they are all in excess of a grand, a thousand dollars. Some are you know twelve hundred, some are eleven hundred, some are thirteen hundred, but they're it's it's really hard for people to understand what the fines are for, uh, even the cops. And I just wanted to go through some of the fines that have been given out so far, right? So how's this? So in New South Wales, we yep. have four men spotted by police sitting in a parked car in Casula in Sydney's west. Quote, they were not able to provide a reasonable excuse for being out, police claimed, and gave them fines. Officers said they also found an undisclosed quantity of cocaine in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like... It's just four lads having a poker night. We can't have coke in the house. <laughs> that is amazing. Let's just sit in this car. Which brings up another point. I was legitimately wondering, are drug dealers doing better or worse? Great question. Great like, question. Like if, are, are, if, are people racking up at home? Are people doing... Ca- okay, I know this for a fact. People are capping at home. <laughs> <laughs> you are speaking from experience in a I share house. I am speaking from experience in a share house, yes. Um, so I can answer this partially because uh, a mate of mine's a nurse and said that... <laughs> a mate of mine is a dealer. <laughs> a mate of mine who will be named on this show um, is a nurse and said that uh, they've been seeing uh, a spike in people coming in uh, having done way, way too much by themselves. So the, the spike in, uh, in uh, cocaine ODing because people are doing a bag at home uh, by themselves and going, just just getting a little buzz on and then being asked why they are, they did a bag to themselves. Well, you know, it would be wrong not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the dumbest excuses. Yeah, what else am I going to do with it? Look at it. <laughs> so here, here's another one that, uh, that I really love. So there was a guy in Bathurst, 41-year-old man in Bathurst. He was just walking along the footpath and police are like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, uh, and they're like thousand dollar fine. Yeah, for, for sure. You you, you have to. You got to be quick off the mark. You have to in general. Um, as a, a trap for young players, if you're driving around without a small quantity of toilet paper or some kind of a face mask supply, so that if you get pulled over, you can say, "I'm taking these to a relative. I'm taking yeah. these to somebody." Uh, then you are an idiot because because that's the thing. Look. Don't, I'm not saying go out and flaunt social distancing by any measure. No. However, if you want to go for a drive, you're not going to infect people. That is just being fucking annoying. Do you know what the key is, though? The key is sports clothes. Ooh. That is a way to get around Exercise. it. This is why so many men have been done, not women, because they wear active wear to do everything. Correct. So it's like if you just wore a singlet, 41-year-old man in Bathurst, <laughs> you would have been fine. <laughs> it's like because p- cops would have seen you walk and they're like, well, he's just getting exercise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how's this? I love this one. The great thing about alcohol, right, is it can be a real truth serum. We all know that. We've had a lot of D&Ms at the pub. Yep. But how's this? 3.40 a.m., police stop a man in Warilla. The 20-year-old said he was walking home. So, and then the just cops were like, for a mate. where are you? And then, uh, Sorry, where were you? And then he goes, was drinking in a park. <laughs> $1,000 fine. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb <laughs> bastard. I also noticed that after watching RBT, that show on TV, yeah. is that people are super honest with the cops. Yes. They're just like, they're just like, you had any drugs in your system? And he goes, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> why would you say that? Well, I think, I think their rationale is there's, go easy there's, there's, on a, me. there's a camera there and they're about to get drug tested. So either you come clean early and uh, hope that somehow the producers talk to the cops <laughs> and give you a lighter sentence. Also, 
don't you have to sign a waiver to be on TV? Sure. I'm just like, how the fuck can you bust someone for meth? Yeah. On like on a TV show and show their face. Like they must have had some sort of consent form, right? Nah, mate. That's how, that's how people become influencers. <laughs> just getting all the all the screen time you can. <laughs> Just drop your Insta handle left, right, and center. <laughs> yeah, look, get at me at methboy69. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's this one? This is this is such a flagrant disregard for public safety. This is where people have absolutely jumped the shark. Sixty-five-year-old woman came back home from Indonesia, told to self-isolate for fourteen days as per quarantine measures. Go on. Found in her car uh, on Sunday in Grafton. She had been to seven separate retail stores, including the supermarket. <laughs> she went on a dead set spree. <laughs> That's fucked. It's, uh, and I, again, I, in the danger zone. Like, what are you doing? I have no sympathy for, uh, for boomers that are just deciding to, to flaunt this. I have no sympathy for anybody who's getting busted for actually not social distancing. Absolutely. You're just being asked to stay at home and chill the fuck out. Exactly. That is, that is it. However, the dead set... Uh, Retribution that is that is building from within the boomers is amazing. Oh. They are pissed. They're like, "What's the point in having a seventh property if I can't fucking go there on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I've been negatively geared my whole life, so I can be told what to do." You all, Willie and fucks. <laughs> Maybe a direct quote from one of our parents. <laughs> <laughs> the nasal ranger, <laughs> he's shooting pissed. from the hip. <laughs> he is pissed about it. <laughs> I just look. I mean, can we just have a chat quickly about? The fact that boomers are going on like they've been calling it the boomer remover. Yeah, oh yeah, and <laughs> this virus, which I think is, is inc- hilarious, incredible. <laughs> but I just I can't understand why people would actually think that that's the case. Like, like why people would be like, I have nothing to worry about and, and whatever. And then the flip side is even more ridiculous. Like, I was watching Gogglebox the other night, uh, which, by the way, whoever invented that show must be. That must be the easiest millionaire that's ever been made. Oh, for sure. Because holy shit, what a simple concept. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But people love it. And, you know, people are throwing all this rhetoric around like, we just got, we're going to get through this. We are, you know, we're all in this together. We're all hurting right now. We're all blah, blah, like all this sort of language. You are fucking eating a cheese plate with a blanket <laughs> over you on the couch. <laughs> How dare you? There were, there were people fucking taking bombs in the trenches. Yeah, here we go. This is it, not the same. Yeah, it's it is it is very annoying though. Like, I mean, it's oh, it's we, totally annoying. What we've <laughs> all of the comparisons where it's like your grandfather was asked to go to war and cop a bullet in the shoulder, and you're just being asked to stay home, yeah. and do nothing. Yeah, how can you look at yourself? It's like yeah, but also before this in February, shit was great. Yeah, so it's not like people are going. In February, we were copping shells and bullets. And so comparatively, it's like, no. Australia, very spoiled, very bad in a crisis, as has been proved across the board. Everybody has hoarded the living shit out of absolutely everything. (laughs) And then no chill whatsoever. (laughs) Just entitled spoiled brats. The whole pack of us. Yeah, all all of us are. Which I think that leads quite nicely into the next, next part of the show. Oh, doesn't it? So... We're just we've we've got sort of just like a a really big umbrella for a, for a for a second act, which is which is just we're putting everything. It's a real smorgasbord of stuff. We're going to change it all the time. We because, sure are because fuck you, and we can. <laughs> so I think we did. We agree. I think we're calling it quarantales. <laughs> we didn't. However, it is now. It's it in, is now. It's, Sorry, it's on. It's in print. And, saw, and you know that I don't edit. I saw 50 different things that I'd written in my notes <laughs> and I could not remember what we said. <laughs> I still I still think that Bat Tales <laughs> was an incredible <laughs> offering in, in honour of the uh, succulent Chinese meal yeah. that started this entire thing. <laughs> Just to... Yeah, so, I mean, that was... Bat Tales was the best and Lockdown Funk was definitely <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Anyway, th- this first one, uh, so dating apps. Yep. Real, real spike at the beginning. It's fair to say, I actually saw this on the news the other night. Again, I've been watching so much TV recently. I think we've had like four references to TV so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, you have a problem. Yeah, so I was watching on the news the other night uh, that dating apps apparently have actually gone down now over time throughout the lockdown. Like people are just now right. completely over uh, it. But uh, early, uh, early spike, now they're on, on, the, on the way out. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, 
far out, there are some great lines and some horrific stories coming out of dating apps at the moment. Yeah, look, I've got no idea because uh, the reality... You wouldn't. wouldn't. The the reality is the last time that I was single, uh, online dating was for uh, divorcees in their 50s (laughs) and for sex pests. And... Uh, Paul Keating was Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm, you're going to bring some of your own uh, stories to this. Yes. Uh, I have uh, reached out and to get a different take on this, I've reached out to uh, one of my uh, female employees who uh, will remain first name only. Thank you, Tina. Um, and <laughs> she has responded with just some of the absolute dregs of Tinder. So uh, you, you kick it off and, uh, and then I'll respond. Yeah, beauty. So I wanted to call this segment I So Horny. <laughs> <laughs> it works on multiple levels. I love it. And uh, so... Some- and, and I mean, today, obviously, this is just to, just to really cap on that. Yeah. Uh, you've been a good boy and have... Uh, have not flaunted social distancing. Today no. is a red letter day for you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Huge day for Rig. When you walked through the door, I was like, "Why is he bringing a giant knapsack?" Oh no, those are <laughs> testicles. <laughs> Why are they in his shoes? I think I sprained my thumb this morning. <laughs> so, uh, just some great bios out there. The, the great thing about um, the bios on these apps is that you can obviously change your bios as, as much or as little as you want. I, I don't change mine very often, but I think the really topical ones are very, very funny. And so some of the girls that I've seen on these dating apps have been uh, putting in some absolute perlers. How's this? Obviously no names, but how's this from this one girl? Social distancing has my standards lower than the Mariana Trench. Oh, good. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> love <her>. that reference. <laughs> also, love the facts that she's bringing to the table. <laughs> Mariana's <laughs> Trench. I didn't expect to see that in a Tinder bio. <laughs> also... R.I.P. her inbox. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is just going to get hit up. Uh, just, and, and you know what? They say that uh, that a lot of the best jokes are ones with elements of truth to it. So <laughs> uh, this chick says, I hope you have enough toilet paper for the both of us. <laughs> Short, sweet, <laughs> to the point. That's amazing. And, uh, and how's this girl? Th- this is a bit more uh, sexually forward. But she says... I want dick so bad, but I couldn't live with myself if my parents died because I contracted COVID-19 and didn't even come. <laughs> Legitimate problem for the ladies. Legitimate oh. problem. It, it's an ethical decision. Yeah. it's Guys Guys on the whole are the worst, uh, as, as proven by this, uh, <laughs> these buyers that I got sent by Tina. Here's, uh, here's one. Uh, it is this bloke <laughs> who is... Shirtless with oh. tats, not in great shape. I think uh, I think that encapsulates ninety percent of the dudes on Tinder. It, it, from what I've seen in chicks' bios, so chicks will write in their bios like, "Stop with the shirtless pics." Yeah, stop with, stop patting with the tigers, the, the, the patting drugged up tigers <laughs> in your bintang singlet. Totally. So holding uh, a fish. So this bloke's twenty five, and the bio just says, "Just got out of prison, stinging for a root." <laughs> This is why straight <laughs> down the bat. You you want to like this is why blokes have the worst rep. This is why blokes not only have the worst rep, but you want to talk about communication styles. Uh, you know when women complain about he just doesn't get me. Like I've tried to give him all these hints. It's like this is because that is how guys <laughs> communicate. Straight to the point. It's like if you don't fucking have those light up batons like those blokes who work on runways at the airport, <laughs> we will not get anything. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this delightful 30-year-old. Uh, love computer games, hiking, work in the legal field, and my best friend is a goldfish. To me, that conveys my interests, my career, and shows I have a sense of humour. Wow. Oh, swing and a miss. That, <laughs> that dude is a virgin. <laughs> no one has oh ever my been God. more... I've never been more sure from just reading two <laughs> sentences <laughs> that someone is an open and shut virgin. I reckon someone has given him the advice... Be non-threatening, and he's just gone one hundred and fifty percent non-threatening. <laughs> this one is amazing. So, uh, this bike's twenty-three. Uh, the main profile image is 
uh, an <laughs> overflowing <laughs> smoothie that appears to have passion fruit down the bottom. And the bio that is tapioca. <laughs> that is bubble tea. <laughs> oh, dear God. And uh, the bio just says, swipe right if you want to suck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think for uh, women oh. everywhere is a, uh, a polite no thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, then again, they say that there's a person out there for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there is, for every action, there is an equal but opposite <laughs> reaction. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. You've been on dating apps uh, uh, for a while. Is it, well, one of, is it one of those things where uh, you you look at it and go, it's better to just be straight up about your weird fetish? Yeah. I mean, there are some people who are very sexually forward. Right. Uh, and some of the some of the jokes on there are full on, but I'll have to bring it for a, for another yeah, edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah, absolutely. We're we're definitely going to shout out at the uh, at the end of this to get some uh, some of your submissions from the public from uh, from the people's ears. But well, no, I mean you you guys should you guys should you should if if you've been on the dating apps because you're that bored, send us a screenshot. Uh, of any great bios or any weird chats you've been having, just send it to us uh, via Instagram at Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. 100%. And we'll put on the show. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, I had a, had a direct, and, and there's, there is one more, one more part okay, of this, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. which is uh, my, uh, my interactions with, uh, with dating apps have been purely secondhand through mostly female friends. Are you, um, are you the annoying married friend who swipes for other people no but uh, but uh, i uh, i am those people are the, <laughs> the worst no but i i am the mate that uh that cops the uh this just happened to me uh as somebody in a stable relationship can you tell me whether this is normal <laughs> so <laughs> and and my answer is always no because no one is fine it appears on dating apps so uh, the kids we, aren't all right no, no not not fine so uh, we had a, a, a need for a, um, a fire appraisal for a, a, a job for working with a heritage-listed building. And basically, Tina's gone, oh, yep, absolutely. Um, I know someone that can, can help us with that. So reaches out on, uh, on message. Bloke happens to work in exactly that field. Gives us all of the information that we need. Tina tees up to send him, uh, send him a bottle of, bottle of wine. And I'm like, how do you know that bloke? And she's like, oh, we met on Tinder. I've then, then gone, oh, okay. Uh, just on cue, just normal convo that she's having with him where, uh, where he's, he's responding with uh, some beneficial uh, professional information. Yeah. Um, and it's just a cordial conversation. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, Tina's like, oh, yeah, there it is. And just at the end of the convo, out of nowhere, dick pic. No. <laughs> <laughs> There is there is no lead up. What? There is no preamble. Oh there my is no God. would you like to see this? It's just like message, wow. message, 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 dick. However, wow. the bloke has sent this uh sent this dick pic. Sorry, sorry, what, what platform is this being done on? Is this happening on Tinder? Like she's actually no, doing professional no, no, no. stuff on Tinder? No. No. Abs- absolutely not. This so, is, this so it's is like off, this Instagram is on or something? WhatsApp, I think. What um, so WhatsApp? That shit lasts though. That's it, not like so with Instagram. Like your stuff can just vanish after it's been viewed, right? So he's actually sent that, and it's now there forever yes. in that chat with Tina. Good God! Which which does raise the question because effectively to just paint this uh, this picture for you, obviously you're familiar to with paint the di- this diction. <laughs> you're familiar with the dick part. However, <laughs> the he's taken the fo- the photo with his phone, so you can just see his eyes above the camera. <laughs> So his mouth and nose oh. are completely obscured, and you can just you can just see. Is he is he a ninja? That's what I'm thinking of. It's like just his eyes. He looks he looks like a dead set assassin bearing and, down the lens. And then, so it's his it's his naked torso, penis, and eyes, and that ends up looking. Oh <laughs> no! Very very odd. Something like that. <laughs> Now, just describe to the listeners what you're seeing. <laughs> it looks like, okay, if you've ever seen like a mugshot from a Russian prison, <laughs> it looks like someone who wants revenge on someone who's killed their family. <laughs> Those are the angry. 
scariest eyes I've ever seen. Yeah, that, that is a man with intent. With a fucking... With a mobile phone in front of his face. It's in, <laughs> so my question, I would love to put that on the Instagram if it wasn't going to cause us so much legal trouble. Just want to, just want to ask: <laughs> Is do you reckon this bloke is doing this because he thinks that affords him some degree of anonymity? Because I want to tell him right now, mate, your eyes look like you should be charged for every crime in history. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Okay, here's how we're going to get around it. I'm going to replicate the photo, <laughs> and then we're going to put it up on the Insta story. This is troubling. That is frightening. <laughs> so for everybody that's looking, <laughs> listening to this, and going. We're about to get a full frontal nude of Rick. <laughs> no, it's just, just featuring the... his eyes. <laughs> he does mean the facial element. He's not the about to unleash yeah. a uh, listener-wide dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fucked. Like, and I know that like, it's, it's fucked for us to hear it, right? Because the prospect of sending a picture unsolicited of your dick is so bizarre. And we've, we've, we've discussed hit these notes it. before. It's so bad. You, you, that that like, should be punishable immediately. There should be an overarching societal punishment scheme whereby I just, every dick pic you send, it magnifies. What is the thought process? It's not a good-looking piece of equipment. Yeah. As, as a start, well, I don't care all, how we've big all, it We've is. already said that as well. Like, it's you know, it looks like a naked mole rat. There's no <laughs> reason why... Anyone would be like, mm. no one sees a dick on a menu of possible items and goes, oh yeah, that looks good. <laughs> it's a, it's I'll have one, please. Yes, one chubby groin thumb for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that is uh, all I have. Fantastic. Well, I am also bereft. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so, if you have stories, if you have examples of, uh, of being on a dating app, and just receiving the worst elements of humanity yeah. in response, or witnessing them in bios, yep. or just being privy to them through a friend, whatever it is, we are here to make sure that the people who have been violating the basic laws of humanity <laughs> and <laughs> ethics, decency. decency are getting uh, what they deserve, which is public shaming. <laughs> Love that. Send... Any of those things, guys, through to us via Facebook. We are Shit Show, if you just look that up, or one word. Or look us up on Instagram, Gus and Rig, at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. And, I mean, this probably people won't email this sort of stuff to us because it's it's very quick-fire stuff. But if you have something that's a bit longer that uh, you wanted to send to us anyway for when the uh, proper show comes back, then uh, send us one to shitshow.au at gmail.com. Fantastic. I think that's all we've got time for. Thanks, guys. We'll be back whenever the fuck we feel like it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just uh, stay tuned. Keep your eyes glued to the screen because Iguana Tirana coming right at you this week. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs>